episode 21 and i am here i am that fat guy and i am in studio with my cousin Vinny. big bry is off studio we'll bring him in here on a zoom call here in just a little bit so Vinny, what's up bud good morning all right what are you drinking over there buddy oh that oh you got that noble cut again I sure huh do oh nice that dark cherry flavored whiskey nice oh, i love it nice <laughs> So today, on our show, we're going to be talking Browns, win again. We're going to be talking a little Tribe, making the postseason playoffs. Mm. We got big boy Phillips coming on to rub it in the vampire's face, because <laughs> it was looking good at the beginning, and then it petered out there at the end. Um, also, we will have the Juice from Cheap Seats Podcast to come on with us for Brown's next week opponent, because he is a Dallas fan. So he's going to come on, and we're going to talk a whole bunch of shit back and forth to each other. So I hope everybody gets excited. So let me pause this real quick, and let me get Big Bry on the horn real quick. And we got him, folks, here on the Fat Boy Hotline. Big Bry. Yeah. What's going on, big fella? Nothing. You call me mid-drink. My bad. That's all right. <laughs> I'm ready to play, though, I promise. Okay. So uh, we're getting ready to get in our shout-outs, big fella. All, all right. right. So I'm going to start, and my first shout-out is to you, big boy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Big Brad's birthday was this weekend. That is why he's sort of not in Fat Boy Studios is because he got a little too excited during the Browns win on Sunday. Two and one. But that's okay. Also I, want, also, I want to shout out uh, Joe Bear's daughter. She, I think she turns nine today. Wow. And uh want to give a special shout out to them because Joe Bear, I think it might come on next week with us if the Indians make it through this week. Yeah, let's hope we're still playing. Also, my last shout out is my cousin Vinny. Him and his fiance set a date, Big Bry. And he is not yep. giving up the information right now. Not at all. Okay. He is keeping it from me, and I've been prying at him for two weeks now. <laughs> uh, you got <laughs> one more whiskey. I think you could get him to confess oh. what it is. I tried. I tried already. Well, you didn't give him enough. Uh, all right. Well, it's time to switch to tequila then. <laughs> Careful now. All right, Big Brian, you got any <laughs> shout outs? Uh, no. No. I mean, I. Everyone that uh, helped me celebrate the big uh, birthday this week, I guess. If you guys out, you're the best. Love you. All right. And you said, my cousin Vinny, that you had a shout out. You know, I got one little shout out. Uh, my good friend, uh, Mule Man out there from uh, SPF. You guys know who you are. Uh, new listeners and stuff coming in. Um, you know, he's trucking his way across the USA. So. All right. So thank you guys for listening. I'm glad we're picking up new listeners. Um, next week, we are going to have a, hopefully, a special guest. Uh, we had a little scheduling conflict with this week, but Jarvis the Tank Courtney should be on with us next week. So I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Um, we want to thank him for his time and coming on with us. Um, that's about it, Brian. I mean, we, uh, why don't we run down the uh, fantasy scores real quick? while we're okay. here because we'll get uh we'll get big boy Phillips on here in a little bit. But in the big Bry region, you have Joe Bear still undefeated at three and oh. You got the juice at two and one. You got my cousin Benny at one and two. You got Big Bry at one and two and you got Papa V at O and three and Papa V changed his name to My Team Sucks. Okay. On the fatty side, you got Phillips. Big boy Phillips at three and oh. Lauren is at two and one. Tubby is at two and one. 
Big Man, our fantasy guru, <laughs> is one and two. And the fat guy is still looking for his first win. Shoot. How close was it this week? Uh, it, Well, it started out really good. Then it ended up being 50 points because of Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. So that happens, right? Yeah. I mean, you're getting closer. What did you lose by last week? 100? Yeah, this week was really like 50, I think. 50 or 40. Okay. So, Cut it in half. And I was actually pleased because my running backs actually scored me five points and above. Hey. hey. There's a start. But, you know, Dak Prescott kind of killed me. Who are your running backs again? I picked up the uh, Gaskin and the New York Giants running back, Davis, I think. Oh, no, uh, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, he didn't do bad. Heck no, he didn't. He got me more than 10 points. That's all I care about. Yeah, he got like... It's really bad. It's really bad that I picked up... um, Whose defense did I pick up? They got me almost 20 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, that helped. So, I can't remember who I picked up because I just dropped them anyways because it doesn't matter. But Let me do a quick shout out to uh, the big man. He was calling me out on his podcast last week. For, oh. Uh, I think, what was it? It was maybe a 20-point win for me over big man. So, Ooh, there it is. I, I knew it was I coming. I finally got off the schneid. Nice. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, that's big, awesome. The big uh, – Took a big day from everyone, really. I think I had like 170 points or something. Nice. Well, you want to get Big Boy Phillips with a word here, Big Bry? All right. Let's see what he's got to say. All right. Hold on just one second. And, well, Bry, do you hear the deafening tone of Phillips dodging us again? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know. He just... He's a, he's a weak 3-0 team, and he can't face the music. I, I get you. I hear you, bud. We got to... Uh, I don't know. We'll have him on here later on. Uh, he's got a new house that he's working on, so I understand that. Still, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's hurtful. You know, we had this planned out today, but you know, everything's gone haywire today. So we just got to. He's big time in us. Is that what it is? Is that what you think yeah. it is? Don't do that to me. I'm starting to get a headache. Oh wait, so, I know what's happening. The Yankees are in town. Well. You forgot to give me your trivia. Oh, well, our trivia is brought to you by Kermobile Landscaping. There you go. dot 419com Hit him up. Give Papa V some encouragement words of him being 0-3. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Brian, normally we do sports trivia. We do all this other trivia, okay? But later on, we're going to talk about the Wendy's Pub Pretzel Burger. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. I'm asking you, who was the first national chain to produce hamburgers? <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. First to mass produce hamburgers. Yes. Are they still in business today? I think so. Oh, okay. All right. But number, clue. number two is going to shock you, though. Who was the second? Yeah, the second one's going to shock you. Okay. All right. right. All right. So you think long and hard about that. I'll right. Tuck it away. Tuck sure. it back. Tuck it back. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into our Cleveland Indians, Brian. They have yeah. made the postseason, and they are playing the Yankees tonight. Yeah, about an hour and a half. Yep, and we cannot wait. It's a good matchup. We got the... Uh, the unanimous Cy Young winner, Shea Beaver, going up against Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. It should be an interesting. And we got home field advantage out of everything. How about that? Yeah, surprising. They uh, they made quite a run at the end of the year to get that. Would they win like eight of their final 11 or something like that? I think it was nine of 11. Nine of 11 in dramatic fashion. How many walk-offs did we have? I believe three. Yeah. So, uh, kudos to them. And one of them was Jordan Luplo. Yeah, right. Jordan Luplo, who, I, he's, he doesn't play for us. He would done start, does he? Uh, no, not tonight he's not starting. He's one of the platoon players in the outfield. Right. And, you know, it's nice, it's great, but I started getting excited when I was, was hearing that we might be playing the Rays or the White Sox or the Athletics or somebody like that, these teams that aren't really um, 
playoff tested and come to find out, like you said, we got the Yankees. So I don't know. I was almost a little discouraged by that. How did you feel about that when you found out we got the Yankees? I don't care. It's such a weird year. And instead of, if it was just a one game series, like, you know, they have for the wild cards and stuff like that in previous years, I wouldn't like it. But since it's a three game series, I think it's going to be interesting. And, you know, like Joe bear always said, you know, you got the best pitching. I mean, you got, Right. You got Shane Beaver going out there. If you can score two runs, then guess what? You're going to do some damage, hopefully, in the first game. And if you win the first game, you can play however you got to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe for me, that's the problem. Because if you tell me right now I could sign up for three runs, I would for tonight. Well, Uh, Beaver versus uh, Cole. I the one thing that I'm excited to see is Hosey got hot in September, yeah. and not right. like a little bit hot, like nuclear meltdown hot. Mm-hmm. Like he was homered like eight of his last ten games or something like that. He's just ripping the cover off the ball, so that helps us out a little bit that we have one guy in the lineup doing it. But we need the back end of the lineup to kind of help us out because once you get past Franville, who is doing okay, after mm-hmm. Franville, it just nose dives. And all you need is, you know, one, two clutch hits uh, from the bottom of your order, and tonight it might be enough. Yeah. If you can just get a couple of RBIs from places that you don't expect it. But, um, and, and Roberto Perez, he's done it in the past. What was it, game one of the World Series a couple years ago? He had a couple home runs. Yes. So he could step up for us. Well, yeah, what we really need to step up now is, guess what? The light is shining the brightest right now. We got the main time game tonight. We got yeah. Yankees, Indians. We got all the stuff from the past. And guess who needs to step up? Francisco Lindor. This yeah. is your time to shine, Poppy. Go get it. Do you think it makes a difference us playing in prime time against the Yankees as opposed to, you know, two o'clock game against the White Sox or something? I think it does because it gives them a little bit of a war. You know, like, is it positive or negative? I think it's positive because they've been playing at seven o'clock the entire time. You throw a day game at them, it's going to kind of screw up their timing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. At least I think so. That I mean, it would for me because your whole routine's messed up for the day. Yeah. And I wonder if uh, having no fans helps them or hurts them because we know in the past in clutch situations, the hitters haven't been the greatest, but maybe that helped them relax a little bit more hey, not I, having screaming fans around them. I'll tell you what, I have a feeling that there's going to be some parking garages down there that overlook the stadium that are going to be packed full of people tonight. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. And especially yeah. especially with the, uh, the uh, presidential debate going on here in Cleveland tonight. Yeah, which is it's it's almost like an afterthought if you're a big uh big sports fan. It's like uh, am I going to watch that or the Indians finish up the game? So, <laughs> well, if it's yeah, if it's a uh, if it comes down to the wire, I'd I'd imagine most of the TVs in Cleveland would be tuned into the baseball game. Yeah. Well, Brian, well, you give I, me your prediction for this series, the Indians and the Yankees. Series? Okay. Um. You know, I'm I'm trying to be positive, and I th- I think we're gonna struggle tonight. I even with Bieber going, I don't know if we put up more than zero or one run, and so I could lose. I could see us losing a uh, low scoring game tonight. But like I said, trying to be positive, I think even if you lose tonight, you can still take it because it's only a three game series. Right, so, so what's your what's your prediction? Indians in three. They lose tonight. They lose against uh, Cole because we seem to have all sorts of trouble against him. And then uh, they come back and win games two and three. Well, Brian, I hate to do this to you, but you're getting the gun. <laughs> Why? I picked them to win this Oh, I understand that. They're going to win in two. Okay. okay. They're going to go out there and they are going to smoke them tonight. Hosey's going to have a two-run homer to finish him off. Smoke and, him? Yep. You think they smoke Garrett Cole? Seven to two. <laughs> Do 
you really believe that? No, not really. I'm, I'm kind of okay. like you. I think the Indians would in three. I just had to give you crap because you're not here. Okay. I got you. And I can't play you my other know. sound effects because you're not here right now. Do you think they win tonight? Um, honestly, I think they win tonight, and I think they lose tomorrow. So I heard Plesak is going to game three. Is Carrasco going tomorrow? Cookie's going too. Okay. Just because he's got the experience? Uh, I think, and also with him having that wicked change-up, it's a change of pace for Bieber. I think that's the biggest thing. Is okay. He can still ramp it up there at 90 miles an hour, but his circle change that he has, is just it'll just drop right off the table. So I, yeah. think, I think that's what they're trying to do, is do the high-low with him, with uh, Bieber's cut fastball that he can throw anywhere, and then switch mm-hmm. it up with Cookie with that change-up and get a whole bunch of ground outs. So I, I'm hoping, but you know, I'm like you, I think it... It's going to be a close game tonight, and I think whoever takes advantage of their opportunities on the base paths will win. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's, a, like you said, clutch hitting. That's that's what it comes down to. I mean, that's what all the playoffs come down to, it seems like. Um, but I think what the, the over-under tonight is like six and a half. If I was a betting man, I'd... I'd just dump money on the under. Oh yeah, you, you would have to. Yeah, I don't know how they would get to six and a half unless the Yankees are hitting bombs or the Indians get two or three home runs. I don't see them being more than maybe solo shots. But mm-hmm. um, uh, well, let's see how the rest of this series goes. We'll get we'll try to get Joe Bear on here because of his daughter's birthday. You know, we'll yeah. try to we'll try to get Joe Bear on next week with us. Hopefully, if the Indians are still in it. If not, we'll have Joe Bear on for like a recap. Sure. Uh, uh, let's get into the Browns win. Yeah, you're two and one. Two Cleveland and one. Browns. Two and one. Cleveland Browns since 2014. You're two and one. Uh, 2011 was the last time they were actually two and one. Oh, good the, lord. 2014 was the last time they were above 500. So you're you're either one. I mean, it's not good news. Right. When you say that to me, it makes me want to go after Fat Boy Studios in here and just start tearing holes in the wall. Okay. You know who the you know who the coach was last time they went two and one? See what did you say, two thousand eleven? Yep. Romeo? Doop doop doop. Pat Shermer? <laughs> yeah, I think so. No. Well, Vinny <laughs> almost spit out his whiskey. Oh, well, you almost got him to spit out his whiskey. Uh, never. <laughs> he, close, hey, close. As soon as you heard the... Ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. <laughs> I wish, all right, we got to get that sound effect for next week. Oh, yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Brian. All right, so you watched back the game because you got a little uh, <clears throat> celebrated for your birthday. I remember... More than a couple minutes from the game, yeah. but I uh, I had to rewatch it, and yeah, I mean it was, it was an up and down game. Um, we kind of sucked in the first and third quarters, but we did enough in the second and fourth to get it done. So defense made plays, and I mean I I was looking back, it was three interceptions. Yep, and every pick we had. I think we started. We definitely started on their side of the field. I think a couple of them were inside the thirty, and the last one was maybe on the thirty-five. So we got it deep in their territory. Yeah, I I think they could have taken more advantage of that and uh, blown the game out of the water if they would have done it right. But yeah, all they had to do was win, right? That's what we talked about. All you got to do yeah, is win. Exactly, exactly. They and, made enough plays. We talked about the three uh, picks and Miles Garrett's strip sack. I think was. Right at midfield, so there's four turnovers, and pretty much all of them are in their territory. Well, the one thing I was excited to see is guess who showed up this game on the defense? One, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Oh, two, he had a big game. Two, Carl Joseph. He was yeah. laying the lumber out there, got a pick. Oh, you see him declead that guy? He hit him so hard, Bry, that I felt it. I mean, it, it it won't get a whole lot of run because it was after, like, what, a 20 or 25-yard game. It doesn't matter. He put him right into the ground. And I was like, as soon as I saw him hit him, I'm like, oh, he's teeing him up because they did, like, the zoom out. And I'm like, 
where's Joseph? Oh, there he is. And he just mm-hmm. had a BB run right at him, and the guy didn't even know he was coming. Yeah, he had a pretty good game. I mean, that's the uh, – Our defensive line had a really good game. Defensive line, yeah. And, and the other guys continue to benefit from Miles Garrett being on the football field because they're getting single uh, guys just one-on-one. All they have to beat is one guy. And Sheldon Richardson, I think, came up with a big sack on a third down. In yes, the second. he did. Joby blew up a play in the backfield. Yeah. I, I felt bad for that running back. <laughs> and so, I mean, hopefully as we continue to get healthier, um, that defense just continues to get better and better. And I think they held a couple guys back in hopes that uh, we'd be able to eke out a win, which we did, and get them ready for Dallas because Dallas is going to be a huge test. Yep, it sounds like Greedy and Mack will be back for Dallas. Yeah, hopefully Denzel will be close to 90, 100%. Well, hopefully. He but, didn't play that bad either. He had a chance at a couple picks that just, you know, so the wide receiver blew him up when he actually no. had it in his hands. And, you know, the whole game, it just was about making that one play when we needed it to. You know, we talked about the turnovers on defense. Offense, I think the first half, uh, we got a fourth down, fourth and seven maybe. Um, second half, it was a third and 12 to Odell. So we struggled. So the third third quarter was pretty bad for us, really. But we had a third and 12 at the end of the third quarter and made the completion to Odell. And after that, the offense took off. That was kind of kick-started the offense. But so, they needed it because they, it seemed like Washington had their number there in the second half of trying yeah. to stop everything. But right, we were we were up seventeen seven halftime, and then I think we got them off the field their first drive, but their second and third drives of the second half, they scored touchdowns. So we found ourselves down twenty to seventeen at the end of three quarters. Yeah, but. You know something? There's just something about this team and ways to fancy's coaching that I'm actually enjoying because they got pushed to the mouth right there at the beginning of the game by Washington. And it seemed like they settled in. And once they settled in, it was business-like. It wasn't like it was... Uh, how can I explain it? It wasn't like it was sloppy or anything of that nature. It was just efficient. I think um is the word I, I is that the word I'm looking for efficient? Sure. I can go with efficient. Because, but um we just that's you know, we kinda saw in the last couple games what the Browns want to do offensively and primarily it's just wear you down with the two running backs with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. And they might not look great early on, but eventually I think it was our last drive where we scored a touchdown uh and went up 31 to 20 at before that touchdown pass to Harrison Bryant, we had six or seven straight runs that were getting positive yardage with Kareem Hunt and Kareem Hunt kind of sucked through the first three quarters. He had six carries for only six yards other than his touchdown pass or touchdown catch. Yes. So he kind of came alive. He eventually broke through and wore them down and, we had a lot of success in the fourth quarter with just punching them in the mouth because they're tired from it. I mean, just think about this. This is I got the uh, I got the score sheet up here, bud. Nick Chubb ran it nineteen times for one hundred eight. Yeah, Kareem Hunt ran it sixteen times for forty six. So you got almost what is that twenty thirty five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty five. You got 35 plays just in your two running backs. Yeah. And then the rest of, you know, the rest of the targets, you know, Odell went four for 59. He had six targets. Jarvis, four targets, four catches, 36. Hooper, three for 25. Mm-hmm. And then you had the big one, which nobody is mentioning about. They actually threw to the fullback. I went absolutely insane. Yeah. He made a nice move, too. I know he did. I was like, get it, big boy. <laughs> it was nice. It So, Chubb, you, you mentioned he had, what, 108 yards? Yes. 
he almost got half of his yards on his two touchdown runs. Like one was like twenty five and one was twenty. Yeah, but and, it's still the five point seven average, man. Like oh, he's yeah. averaging six yards a carry. But I think that's kind of how it's going to be. You're just going to you're going to go for two yards, go for four yards, maybe go for five or six, and then he's going to bust that big one, and that's what he did. And it was it was almost if you go back and look at it, it was almost the same play on the two touchdown runs from Chubb. You had Wyatt Teller pulling around to the left and Chubb, him getting a block and Chubb just springing him to the end zone, bouncing it outside. So if that can keep working for us, I mean, look out. Yeah. The one thing I did like out of the game was uh, Spielman called the cutback. He goes, hey, look at this. The whole line's going this way. He should cut back. He's got better vision than that. Next thing you know, it was the next series. Cut back, touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's amazing just the little things that they had going. But, you know, you're watching everything set up with this team and how it's going. And guess what? Baker right now I think is like the eighth best rated quarterback. And he, hasn't, right? and he hasn't thrown for over 250 yards, I don't think. Well, the ironic weird thing was he was 16 for 23 for his second straight game. Hey, and guess what? For 150 yards, okay, yeah. he was only yeah. sacked twice. His quarterback rating, 74. No no interceptions, though. No interceptions. He didn't throw one interception. Well, and he would have, but Odell broke one up. So the people that want to bitch and complain about a Browns win are starting to bring up the fact that, well, it doesn't look like Baker's anything more than a game manager. Okay. And when people say that, okay, I want, I want everybody to scroll back because a lot of people have been throwing a lot of stuff up on Twitter and Facebook about this. I want mm-hmm. you to check out the first few games of Drew Brees, okay? I want you to see the first few games of Philip Rivers, the first 30 games of this person. There's, the only yeah. one that is the anomaly in all of this is Pat Mahomes, okay? Right. Other than that, Baker's doing better than Big Ben. He's doing better than Drew Brees. He's doing yeah. better than the thing that sucks, though, is we have Lamar Jackson and Patty Mahomes that we got to yeah. stare at. And all we want is a good quarter. We're like, well, why can't Baker be them? Baker right. can be them. Give him time. Right now, they're running the offense for Baker to get him comfortable, get the ball out quick, and get this team to win. Because guess what? We haven't won in 20 years. <laughs> Right, they're doing it the right way. They're they're leaning on the strength of their offense. I know people want to point to the wide receivers maybe being the strength, but if you can run the ball the way we're running the ball, why would you ever feel the need to throw it? Exactly, kick it old school like Paul Brown and run it down their throat a hundred times. You, if you can continue to run it down their throat, you will crush the soul of the defense. They won't, they'll say no more. And that's what's happened the last couple games. And even though it didn't look great at times this past week, you just stay with it and eventually, you know, you'll get yourself a win. And by the way, we covered the spread too, which has been a while since we've done that. <laughs> Good God, don't do that to me. <laughs> All right. So we're going to look forward to next week against yeah. the Cowboys. But. We got to bring a special guest on. Okay. Okay. You ready for me, Bri? Hold on just one second. Let's bring this special guest on. Are we going to Zoom? Yeah, I we're going to we're going to go to Zoom. Hold on. We're going to go to Zoom, Bri. Just let me get him on the horn real quick. So, here on the Fat Boy Hotline, I have pulled something special for you, Big Bri. You ready? Uh, yeah. I have juice. <laughs> From the Cheap Seats podcast, all with us today. Hi, what's going on, guys? What's going on, Juice? So you are on here for a special reason. Oh, really? Because you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Ah, that I am. And you get to meet the Brownies this week. So we brought uh-huh. you on to talk to us about Dallas and what we got to look out for. And you obviously know what you got to look out for with us. Nah, there's only the one thing that we got to look out for with the Browns. There's two. <laughs> Ourselves. Yeah, well, no, there's two. 
<laughs> no, we only have to worry about ourselves. It's chut. You gotta worry about chut. 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 I'll give you. I'll give you credit on chub. And hunt. And, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there it is. I'm more worried chub, about chub. Is chub better than Ezekiel Elliott? No. Yes. No yes. Come on. No, Ezekiel Elliott's the best running back in the game. No, he is not. Maybe oh my God! In his face, he might be the best. I'm but even no. Hey, I'm even an Ohio State fan, and I know he's not the best running back in the game. Ezekiel Elliott is the best running back in the game. There's no that offensive line. <laughs> what? So now he gets discredited because he has a good offensive line? Yes. Not fine. It's not even as good of an offensive line this year, and he's still dominating. Hey, Chubb had the worst offensive line ever, and still almost won a rushing title. But did he? He would have if Freddie Kitchens would have gave him the ball in the last game. (laughs) Zeke would have. Oh, please. (laughs) Here we go. No, me and the big man man have talked about it. I, I do think Nick Chubb is at least a top five running back in the league. Top three. Oh, yeah. Top three? Top three. Over a healthy Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley and Zeke? Well, they're not healthy right now, are they? So, top three right now. So, yes, currently with Barkley and McCaffrey out, Chubb would be a top three running back in the league. (laughs) Gotta love this. But only until Barkley and McCaffrey come back. Oh, oh, okay. I'll give you a I'll give you McCaffrey, Barkley. Oh, Saquon is Saquon is unbelievably we, talented. Hey. Just because he has to run against eleven guys in the box every week, like Juice, Juice. We're not allowed to talk about Saquon here in Northeast Ohio because he went down and then he drafted him, so we cannot talk about Saquon Barkley. I am not happy about that at all. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's kind of a. Yeah, that kind of runs into a problem. That's speaking of that though, that is what uh, me and the big man are doing on the Cheap Seats podcast this week is the worst fantasy picks we've ever made. <laughs> Manuel um, Sanders is that one of them? No. <laughs> well, feel free to have me on because I mean Gronk wasn't good either in the first two uh, <laughs> weeks either. He just now scored well, yeah. ten points the third game. Well, he took a whole gear off of football. You got to give him time to get back in. Exactly. Like, it happens. Well, how, 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 longer, how much longer is this going to hurt me in fantasy? Um, well, I don't know. It depends on what your expectations are because what your expectations should be with any tight end in the league is up and down, up and down. So, Unless you got Travis wrong. Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey and Kittle kind of are the outliers there, but even them, there'll be weeks where they'll go, you know, four points, five points. It'll be few and far in between with those two. But other than those two, yeah. Ridley's the rest of them are going to really go up and down. Who? Ridley? Oh, He's yeah, Cal really Ridley, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Ridley's been a beast this year. Yep. We're getting off tangent. We're supposed I to be know. talking Browns and Cowboys. My bad. Sorry. So no, the, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Fantasy. So the Browns, he's trying to up his game because he's down in the loser's bracket right now. He's not 0-3 like me, but he's close to it. But we got to talk about them Cowboys. Okay. What do okay. You, uh, how, you, you basically have the same record as the Cowboys, don't you? Didn't they, aren't they 0-3? Or did they, <laughs> they're 1-2. Oh, oh, they scooped out that one. That's yeah, they're 1-2. They're <laughs> well, that hold on. Did, did Dak Prescott have to throw like 550 yards for that one win? Hey, he says he's worth 45 million a year. You better be able to do something for that kind of money. But I thought Ezekiel Elliott was the best running back in the. He uh, is the best uh, running back in the league. But they can only win one game. Well, when you're trying to prove that Dak Prescott is worth 45 million dollars a year, and you're not giving it to him. <laughs> Brian, what do you think about that? Well, that reminds me, uh, just as a quick reminder to every professional athlete in the NFL, if a ball is bouncing in front of your face, you should probably pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I mean, you can stand there and watch it, but you're probably going to lose. 
Well, my Cowboys did pick it up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta have at least a 40 IQ to do that. Hey, you gotta gotta have something now. (laughs) All right, so Juice, let's get into this game. You obviously know. Let's get into it. You obviously know what the Browns are going to do because the Browns are going to run the ball. All right. Uh, You better hope not. Why? Uh, Because I don't know if you know it or not, but Dallas is the fifth best team in the league against the run. Well, we'll as opposed to the 31st best team against the pass. So you better hope Baker's throwing it. Well. We got to set it up. We all can't be Dak Prescott and throw for 400 yards, all right? We got to I'm some, just saying. We got to set some stuff up. Just saying Dallas's weaknesses against the pass. So Yeah, they but they they've played some pass heavy teams with Seattle and uh Atlanta. I mean, all they do is throw. Do you well, think uh, do you think the injury to Vandrich will, will hurt them eventually? Uh, I think, yeah, that, that's a, that's a major point. That's a major point in the pass and the run. Vanderesh is, is probably your do it all linebacker. I guess you would say Sean Lee has kind of covered the pass as a linebacker and, and Smith has covered the run more. Yeah. He's been more of a run stopping linebacker for him. Mm-hmm. Vanderesh is kind of that guy that's doing it all. And between him and Smith, I know Smith has done a really good job of, of calling audibles and kind of setting up the defense before the snap. But before that was Vanderesh's job. So yeah, I think, uh, if Vanderesh isn't playing, I think it'll, it'll really decimate the middle of that defense. Yeah. That's what the Browns are hoping for. I think. Yeah. I really, that, that injury really worries me. Yeah. One healthy Dallas has a tremendous linebacking core. Yeah. And the, and the strength, uh, me and the big man kind of talked about it. Uh, the strength is the front seven. It's not the backside. The backside's very weak for Dallas. So I really think if you're, if you're going to, you're going to put up a lot of points against them, it's, it's got to be through the air. Were you hoping they, uh, they were going to sign Earl Thomas? Oh, I would have took Earl Thomas. Yeah. 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 Especially him being a Texas kid growing up. Like I, I don't know though. I don't know how you're that talented and you've been cut by two teams. So it's right. easy. It's called Josh Gordon the head case. Well, uh, yeah, there's got to be a uh, there, there's got to be a problem somewhere there. Or and I don't really Brown. know where it lies, but I'd have took him as a year rental. Oh, that's kind of I wanted that secondary. It. As soon as I see Delpit go down, I wanted him. Right. <laughs> it sounds like he's going to sign with the other Houston or the other Texas team, uh, Houston. Uh, I actually read on the Fantasy Life app, which is um, where I get most of my news from. They're usually the first ones to update. I, re- I actually read before I come on here that um, uh, Houston is not interested. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they're reporting. I think it's Rappaport's reporting that. Oh, come on. you got to take credit for that. No, nah, it's not me. I'm pretty sure it's Rappaport that broke it, that Houston's not interested. Well, there must be something to it then. Uh, so I I don't know where he's going to go, to be honest, at this point. If Houston's not interested, Dallas isn't interested, I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah, maybe he's done. He might be. So do you think Baker's going to actually tear up your secondary? Because I don't. I, I think he can. Uh, <laughs> between between Beckham and Landry and uh, your $40 million man, is that what y'all paid him? Yeah, but we got a rookie that showed up too. <laughs> so yeah, but between the weapons that Baker has, and I think Baker's extremely talented. Uh, me and the big man were both very high on him coming into the year. I think he's extremely talented. So yeah, with the weakness of Dallas's secondary, I think he can. All right, so I got one question to ask you: Is Dak worth uh, that forty million dollars? No. Did you? Was that a no? No, he's not worth it. Really? No, he's not worth it. There's, I mean, Dak is very talented, but Dallas has always, he, since he's been in, in the pros uh-huh. with Dallas, he has been surrounded by one of the most talented teams in the league. Now, whether they perform or they have the record to show for that, the offensive line, he's had Ezekiel Elliott, who's a top five running back, no matter which way you look at it. He's had a good receiving core. He's had a decent defense. The best offensive line in the league up until this year. 
it's it's all he's had all those pieces around him since he entered the league. Well, the only reason I ask is because you know we're here in quarterback purgatory. Yeah, we've been trying to find one for twenty years, and you guys actually have a solid NFL starting quarterback, and you don't want to pay him. Well, look at it this way: once you come off your rookie contract as a quarterback, they're averaging twenty two, twenty three percent of the salary cap. Yes. Okay. So you paid them that percentage of the salary cap. You can't put that talent around them anymore. So now your quarterback has to be able to win you games by himself. He has to be Aaron Rodgers. He has to pull a Patrick Mahomes. He has to pull a Peyton Manning back in the day, a Tom Brady back in the day, where he basically just puts you on his back and goes and wins the game, right? I hear you. Right. Do you honestly think watching Dallas play, because I know you watch them, they're on TV every week, do you honestly think Dak Prescott can put you on his back with less talent and win you a game? Well, to be honest, I don't watch Dallas play because I boycotted Dallas. Um, so I'm going to leave this to Big Bri. So, so you would be okay with going back to the wishing well that is the NFL draft and trying to hope that you can find a quarterback there? I would be better off doing that or – Signing someone, I mean, I don't think you can at this point, but like an Alex Smith, a bridge guy. Matt I mean, Stafford. you have Andy Dalton there right now. Um, so you take your bridge guy, draft your quarterback. You've got the bridge guy there just in case he doesn't succeed. Oh, yeah. Hold, on. Guys hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just say Andy Dalton? Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, he's still a starting quarterback. You might be right. I mean – he took Cincinnati to the playoffs. Is that what you call that? How many? I mean, how many quarterbacks can you say that have done that for right. for Cincinnati or for other teams? For Cincinnati, one Boomer Sison. Okay, so there's <laughs> one other quarterback in NFL history that has done what Andy Dalton has done. <laughs> so, so would you say Dallas's um, roster is ready to win now? Oh, yeah, they're, they're definitely set up to win now, but you can't continue to be set up to win if you give Dak Prescott 22% of the salary cap. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of backed into a corner. I think they're going to have to eventually pay him, and I think also what might play a factor is your owner is 77, 78 years old. Yeah. And he wants to see a championship in his life, so he might okay. be going all in. He already he has. Died. Okay, but think about it this way as well. If Have you ever seen Jerry Jones in your lifetime be afraid to pay somebody? No, I mean, with Zeke, he, was, uh, he wasn't happy to pay him, but he eventually did. Okay, so look at it this way. He's paid Zeke. He's paid Cooper. He's paid Lawrence. He's paid the offensive line. Who hasn't he paid? I, I hear you. I hear you, bud. You really think he's convinced yeah. that Dak Prescott can take that kind of money? I don't. I think, he, I think he doesn't want to. Uh, he'd rather Dak Prescott's the best quarterback he can get right now, so he doesn't want to take a downgrade at that position, the most important position in sports. Maybe, but I also think he's not. I mean, he didn't get to be this rich by being dumb either. Right. Right. So I think he can see that. I mean. He won a whole lot of games in Dak's rookie year. I hear you, bud. What well, makes you think he can't do it? I mean, and and Jerry's kind of cocky, so. Right. I think well, he might be looking at it as, I can let him hit the open market, and I'll just go draft me another one. Well, let me tell you, coming from a Cleveland fan, you don't find many starting quarterbacks in the fourth round. No, you don't. <laughs> that is true. So, Juice. Before we have to get off here with you, because we have something else we have to talk about. Uh, hey, what kind of food we talking about this week? We talking about food? Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about the Wendy's uh, Pretzel Pub Burger. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Or, I know you're, how about this? Give me your number one, top three, seasonal fast food product. Oh, the the holiday pie from McDonald's. Holiday pie for McDonald's. Nice. I don't think I've ever oh, that's that. number one. I don't even have to think about that one, Mike. That a boy. Know. All right, so you got 
your picks from Cheap Seats Podcast this week for our fantasy, right? Right. All right, so give me your wide receiver. The wide receiver would be Marvin Jones Jr. going against New Orleans. Okay. Let's see here. What about your quarterback? Ryan Fitzmagic. You're going Fitzmagic? Fitzmagic going against Seattle. Seattle's the 32nd worst team against the pass in the league. And oh, Fitzmagic is ballsy. cheap on DraftKings. That is. I like it. All right. So what do we got left? Your running back? Running back will be, and and kind of give me just a minute to elaborate on this one. It'll be Rex Burkhead going to Kansas City. I got gotcha. don't you guys don't you guys just think that that seems like a Bill Belichick move to run the ball a hundred times and keep the ball away from Kansas City's offense? Well, it seems like a lot of screen passes. Yeah, I mean he he's catching the ball, he's running the ball. But what it just seems it, like uh, a Belichick move? Is it is it White coming back? Uh, uh maybe, but. Do you think he comes back and takes that much away from Burkhead? No, okay, I got you, I got you. All right, in, so in the first week back, you know what I mean. I got you. So, what's your wild card, bud? Logan Thomas, the tight end for the Washington Football Team, wow. going against Baltimore. As good as Baltimore is on defense, uh, they are twenty sixth against the tight end. Okay, okay. And he's received seven, eight, and nine targets in the first three games. Oh, that's nice. So you can't score points without opportunity. Nice sleeper. All right, so Juice, before I get you off of here, there's one thing I want to read to you. And it's okay, a, hit it, me. It's a set of numbers. Okay. 58, 219, 3.8. 51, 292, 5.7. Okay. That's the difference between Ezekiel Elliott and Nick Chubb. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you off on a nice smooth note and thank you for coming on with us and you keep talking your crap and guess what happens? You get hoodwinked by the fat guy. Oh well we'll see. We'll see at the end of the year where they stand. We'll yeah. revisit it. Right, but hey, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, right, thanks for having me, boys. Alright, take it easy, bud. Take it easy. So Big Brad, you still there? Yes. Okay, so that was Juice from the Cheap Seats Podcast. How'd you like my little dig at him? Oh, I had plenty more, but I didn't want to go too deep on the Zeke versus Chubb. All right, so he'll hear it later. (laughs) Gotta love having Juice on. He cracks me up. Yeah. All right, so right now we got to get into, real quick, the Wendy's Pretzel Pub Burger. All right? Yeah. What are your thoughts about this thing? Um, I, I I don't want to overreact too much, but I think it's the greatest burger ever produced by a fast food chain. All right, wow, really? You're going there? Hey, yeah, I'm telling you. So I, I bring it. More. I, I I gotta bring Uncle Vin in on this. So Vinny, you've had it, mm-hmm. and what do you think of it? Now hold on, we're not talking cost. No, okay, no, no, no. we're not talking cost. We're talking taste. On a taste factor, I absolutely loved it. I really did. Nice crispy bacon. I ended up having the chicken. I know they come in a burger as well. So I was very happy with uh, with that. So, yeah. Oh, like there's it. Betty again. <laughs> She's barking at the cat. All right. So, Brian, I got to tell you, because I am disgustingly fat when I say this. Okay. So I went to my Wendy's and I said, hey. Give me a double. You sure you want to tell this story? I do. I do. Because, hold on. So I'm like, give me a double. They're like, okay. I'm like, but I want the chicken on top of it also. So you... Hold on. So you had... So so hold hold on. So the guy looks at me and goes, you want the two sandwiches? I'm like, no. I want the two sandwiches combined. So I got the chicken and the beef all in one sandwich. Beef patty, chicken on top of it. With extra sauce and extra onion sauce. Was it a double beef patty? Yes, it was. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Did I I hate myself afterwards? Yes, I did. (laughs) Did I enjoy every single bite that I took? Yes, I did. Did you look in the mirror and tell yourself how disgusting you are? I'm not going to lie. I smacked myself a couple times and said that you're fat. (laughs) 
that you need to stop this, but it was so good. I don't know if I've ever had chicken and beef together, really. Well, Brian, when you're when you're that fat guy, you kind of mix a lot of things together. I guess so. I guess yeah. You take chances most people don't. And I got video over here just waiting to chime in at the bit. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of (laughs) do. Would you ever do that? Then would you do that? You know what? I for as much as I enjoyed just the uh, the chicken. I wasn't really as filled as what I wanted to be. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I, I know, I know. I'm gonna end up going into it anyway. It don't Go make a difference. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm a penny pincher here and there, and you know what what I spent on just a chicken, you know, burger, seemed a little expensive for me. So for, you do, but would you do chicken and beef together? You know, adding that extra layer on. Spending the extra, I don't know, probably dollar, dollar fifty or whatever. It was, it was like five bucks. Extra? Yeah. You paid almost eleven dollars <laughs> for that burger. Yeah, that was a lie. Yeah, I did. I was hoping Take like it was gonna be out. minimal. Take yeah, the we, price we, out. You know, you you know Take what? Take the price out of it. We we, we 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 might have to cut this part out of the segment. <laughs> um, you know, I I would be willing to try it again. With a beef patty and a chicken patty, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think so. Because okay. it was it, you... it was good with just a chicken patty. I just didn't feel as full as I should for the price uh-huh. that I would normally spend. And then he went to Burger King and went uh, two for five Whopper. That's right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Everybody that knows Vinny knows that that happens. <laughs> Oh man, I, I tell you though, it, it it hit the spot. I don't know what it was about oh. it. I love a pretzel bun to begin with, so it's already going to be up there for me. But everything about it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think it was the cheese. I think that monster cheese underneath. That, oh. You think so? <laughs> oh god, it was so good. Okay. But that's that's just me personally. Yeah, that could be. Could you taste the monster in between the three pieces of uh, meat that you had? Uh, it was two pieces of meat and a chicken. Well, a burger, burger, chicken. That chicken is not a meat. We'll get oh. into that later. Oh, is that another debate? We need chicken that is, is not a meat. It, no, okay. meat is beef. Well, vegetarians chicken. have that. All right. Listen here, vegans. All right. Meat is meat. All right. <laughs> chicken is chicken. Turkey is turkey. It's not another meat. <laughs> All right. Meat is cow to you. Meat is cow. So when you get steak, burgers, chopped sirloin, roast beef, (laughs) beef is beef. Okay. And pork is the other white meat. To Catholics, it's all the same thing. See? Unless it's fish. Okay, we're getting here at the end of the show. We got to get off of this before we get even more weird. All right, so, Brian, we got to go over last week's scores. For the Browns game. Yep. All right. As soon as I get it, because I pulled out the pin, because Vinny, Vinny screwed me. All right. So last week, Vinny took an L. Vinny took an L because he picked Washington. He knew nothing about him. Nope. He knew nothing about sports. Period. I should have helped you out, Vinny. I should have told you, hey, Washington is quarterbacked by an Ohio State guy, and you probably would have taken the Browns. Wow. All right. So here we go. Here Thanks, we Dwayne. go. Thank you, Dwayne. So, Brian, you picked 26 to 20. Yeah. And I picked 42 to 14. So we're kind of off on the same tangent. Yeah. I mean, if you think Similar. about it. Similar. But, you know, somebody picked Washington 25 to 17. I don't know what that kid was thinking, but it's okay. I know nothing about <laughs> sports. It's okay. All right, so what's your picks this week, Brian? Um, I mean, just trusting my gut, I think the Browns will struggle with stopping Dak Prescott, and uh, I think they're going to have trouble keeping up with that high-powered offense. And if you're going to play Dallas, you're going to need more than two quarters of good football, and that's all they turned in last week. So I'll say Dallas 34 Browns, 28. 
Uh, 27. Browns 27. 28. Yeah. All right. My cousin Vinny. Go ahead. Don't do what you did last week. Listen. Um, my brother's a Dallas fan. He's also a San Francisco fan, of course. Um, <laughs> I like Cleveland. I like Buffalo. Um... I think I think Cleveland can win this one. I think Cleveland can win this one, but it's going to be very tight. Ooh! I think it's going to be a tight one. Um, I don't I don't think that they're going to score thirty four points against against Cleveland. Um, I'm going to make it close and say thirty to to. 28. I, th- I, I think they'll win by about a field goal. Oh, wow. It's going to be nice and tight. What do you think about that, Big Brad? All right. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. I think I'll take a close game. If we got a chance to win it in the fourth quarter, I'll sign up for that. All right. So it's my turn. So mm-hmm. we're going to Jerry's World, right? We are. Okay. We have a sort of a brand new kicker. He's been with us before, right? He's doing well. And he's doing well. I'm going to go Browns, 32, mm-hmm. with a last-second field goal by Corey, Cody Parkey. Mm-hmm. Dallas, 30. 32-30. 32 Game winner. Game winner. Right at the end. Wow. wow. He'll, be, he'll be a legend. Instant. Well, I'd hope so. So we got to move quick here, Big Bry. Okay, yep. Because we're getting right yeah. on, we're getting right on time. Um, okay. We're going to go to our top three okay. uh, fast food seasonal items, and I will go first. My number three is the chicken salad from Arby's. The chicken pecan chicken. Bad. No, no, no! Just the sandwich, the pecan chicken salad sandwich from Arby's. It's oh, delicious. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. I've had those. Those are good. All right, so Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, I'll go to Taco Bell. Ooh. And not even a hundred percent positive exactly what it was called, but it was basically a double decker taco for a buck. They still have it. it. They still have it. Well, it had um. This one that I'm thinking of, they had like three different flavors. They had uh, a crunchy taco on the middle, and then it was almost like a cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. It was with a tortilla on the outside, but in between the hard taco and the soft taco was a special sauce. There was one that was like a sweet chili sauce. Oh, yeah. So that'll be my number three. All right. Vinny, you're number three. So my number three actually comes from Wendy's. You know, as much as I, I love the pretzel burger and stuff like that, um, the premium fish filet during the, like, the Lenten season and stuff. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love how they go ahead and they put the pickles on it. And you, you don't get to. much of the pickles these days, you know, on the No, sandwiches. you got to. So, absolutely. I love the premium fish. All right, get ready. You're coming back with number two. Okay. Number two. My number two actually comes from White Castle. Uh, it's sweet potato fries. Usually you only see that during a lot of the, you know, the colder months and stuff like that. You know, you start getting November on and everything. Oh, I wish they mm. I wish they were year-round. Okay. All right, Brian, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is coming from Wendy's, and I don't know if I've seen it. In a while, I don't know if they still come out with it or not, but um, it was damn good, and it is the Monterey Ranch Chicken Sandwich. All right. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't had it in probably, yeah, it seems like six or seven wow. years, but maybe I just miss it every time it comes out. I don't know. All right. That's very good. Yeah. So, my number two, and I am going to go with you with a Taco Bell item. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the mini crunch wraps they had for a dollar? No. You had a BLT crunch wrap. You had a spicy chicken crunch wrap. You had a, oh, there was a cheesy one. They had like four or five different crunch wraps that you got for a dollar. 
And they were like, granted, they were mini crunch wraps, but they definitely, I hit that dollar menu hard when those things came out because that <laughs> BLT crunch wrap was the bomb. Yep. Can't go wrong with a dollar menu. Nope. Uh-huh. And it, oh, wait, it's time for me to flip back to number one, right? Mom, number one. Yes, sir. Well, my number one, and <laughs> it's because I'm fat. The McRib sandwich for McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had it. I will eat. What? When it comes out, I buy it bulk like it's in Costco. All right. <laughs> My sister <laughs> toys with me because the last time it came out, Bri, it was in Columbus, but not Cleveland. And she took a picture of it and sent it to me. She goes, how do you like this, big boy? And I'm like, I just want a head butter. Head butter right you- in the nose. Did you make the drive down to Columbus? I couldn't make the drive because it was dirt airification week. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll have to tell my story of me making a drive to a fast food place and uh, being disappointed. Yeah, it was Sonic. Well, yeah, yeah we'll talk about it. Some we'll talk about it. To, to bring that up. We probably don't have time now. Uh, McRib. Love it. Oh, God. All right, what's your number one, bud? <laughs> My number one is not a sandwich. It's not a taco. It comes from Arby's, and I believe they come out with it every winter time. It's the Andy's Mint Milkshake. Oh, nice. That is a sneaky oh, one. So good. So good. What do you think about their uh, orange creamsicle shake they have out right now? Also, also a fan favorite. Okay. I love it. But uh, it's not quite up to the high standard of the Andes men. I got you. All right. So, Uncle Ben, you're number one. So, my number one, um, Juice kind of hit it right there uh, when he was talking about the holiday pies. Absolutely love the holiday pies. And I'm not sure if they actually still have them or not. I know at one point they did. And it was like a, it was like a pumpkin pie from McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And those were just fantastic. I haven't had them in a few years, and I just, I, it just triggered in my mind right when I saw it. I was like, I got to have one again. So I'm, I'm hoping it's out here coming October here. So, so before we get into our trivia, Big Bri, I got to give a couple honorable mentions. Okay. You got the Shamrock Shake from McDonald's. Yeah. Is that is it is it minty? Is it a minty shake? Yeah, it's good. It's minty. Yeah, okay. triple thick, triple thick. <laughs> it's a lot better than that Arby's Andy's mint shake. Oh, no. Does it have fudge on it? Does it have crumbled up Andy mints on it? Didn't think so. You're you're so horrible. You're I, so horrible. Missing out. I had to throw that one out there. All right, so mm-hmm. we're down to our trivia. You ready for our trivia? Which is brought to you okay. by. Curb Appeal Landscaping. Look them up at curbappeal419.com and tell them that the fat boy sent you and you might get a friends and family discount. Huh. We'll see. So, um, first national hamburger chain. Yeah, that's fast food? Yes. And you said you weren't sure if they were in business now. I got confirmation from Vinny they are still in business. Okay, so let me explain where I'm at. I seem to think something along the lines of, like, a big boy, but I don't know. They've had, like, um, uh, fast food, like, places before, but I know they're more of a sit-down restaurant. So if it's not a big boy, I'm going to go with a place like... I don't know, White Castle. It might, they're not in many places, but um, they're probably still in a few areas. I got to give you the clap. I'm giving you the slow clap. Okay. White Castle is number one. Yeah, all right. You want to know who number two is? You said I wouldn't believe it, so I'll say um, – it's either a place that doesn't serve burgers anymore, or it's a local place, so I'll go with Swenson's. QP Hamburgers had over Q-P. 400 locations. Get out of here, really? Number three was Big Boy. 
Oh, you okay. Were you right were there. all around it. Wow. But no, I wanted, wow. the reason why I looked it up, Cupy had 400 <laughs> locations. There is only five left in existence. There is four of them in Lima, Ohio. And they still wow. serve it like they did. Now, White Castle was number one, and I think it came out in like 1913 or something like that. 21, I think. Uh, 21. And then Cupy was right behind it. So just think yeah. about that. Wow, that's wild. So, well, good list. I, yeah, well, I think there, what, isn't there still, there was some sort of big boy up off of, um, what, 30th? Yeah. Still there. Yeah, Mayfield Road. No, 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 no. Brook Parker, 130th. Yep. Oh, but I thought there was one off of, like, Mayfield and uh, 91. That I don't know. Okay. All right. But well, we, that's crazy. hey, we, we have frequent the one on 130th and Brook Park a few times. <laughs> yes, we have. Well, I can't, I can't tell you the last time I went to uh, Big Boy, but that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of a couple of stops in the dark. I swear I didn't cheat or anything like that. All right. That's well, awesome. that's awesome, bud. That's a Hell good pick. Yeah. Good yeah, pick. My, yeah. That a boy. Hold on. Where's the pig? <laughs> there's the pig. You? All right. So let's sign off here. All right. Bye. Give a God bless. God bless. God bless America. God bless Cleveland Browns. All right, Vinny. Say good night. Hey, have a good night. Alright, I am that fat guy. We support our troops and our first responders. Thank you guys for everything you do. We are uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thanks for listening.